Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. I am your host, Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl, and every single week I come here to help you make happiness your permanent default setting. I believe that your level of happiness is going to be one of the most life-altering things you choose to have every single day. And it isn't about choosing to be a perfect little happy robot. It is about choosing a happy life, regardless of what challenges you have to face. So choose happiness today and unleash your inner contagiously positive tomorrow. Let's begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love that you are here every single week. This is Wednesday. This is when we post the podcast. This is when we talk about happiness. This is when we unleash our inner contagiously positive and learn all the things we need to learn to specialize our knowledge in the happiness game, folks. This is what we are here to do. All right, let's get into it. I have an amazing topic for you. First, I just want to let you know, I recorded this, I recorded what was supposed to be today's podcast yesterday. I woke up this morning, had all of these thoughts running through my mind. I deleted that podcast. I made some notes and now we're here and I'm talking about what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm just going to warn you, this might be a long one. I I have some notes here. I'm going deep. We're going into the rabbit hole of our conscious mind versus our subconscious mind, having them work for us, not against us. I'm going to really dive deep into this one because I think it's super important. And I think this might be a missing link if you're really struggling with limiting beliefs and fears and and your mind and you feel like your mind is controlling you instead of you controlling it. This podcast is for you because this is an amazing place to start. So first, Let's just dive in, let's get into the topic, and hopefully you will get some really good nuggets today, and if you have any questions, you can always message me and we'll take it even deeper. So yesterday, I watched this really great video um, by Dr. Bruce Lipton. It was shared with me from a girlfriend of mine. It was just this six minute video and he was talking about how we have two minds. And I love this because this is everything that I talk about. Um, I just do it less sophisticatedly. He brings in the beautiful science and he speaks so eloquently about it. I, on the other hand, I go more on the woo side, which is fine. We need both. I'm more of a feeler, so I talk more from the feeling essence of it. And people who are thinkers will think more about it from the brain part of it, from the thinking part of it, um, and then the, and, and bring the science in. So I'm going to do a little bit of both today. So basically what he said, you know, and what I talk about all the time here is that we have our conscious mind and we have our subconscious mind. And the conscious is when you are aware of what's going on. And I really think this is the piece that I've missed here when I've been giving you examples about, you know, about how to get your brain to work for you, your subconscious versus your conscious. And the way he described it was, so your conscious brain is... It processes where you are now. It processes your surroundings. It processes the work you are currently doing, the tasks at hand, and all the thoughts that are right here and now that are like just going through your brain. Even as you think about what I'm talking about right now, that's your conscious mind. And it even processes what you're listening to. It's like, okay, I can hear this person. I I know what she's saying. I understand these words, right? It processes what you're listening to, like, like me, what you're listening to right now. So that's your conscious mind. It's the awareness. It's just, you're, you're very, very aware of everything that is going around. Then you have your subconscious mind. This is the part of your brain that allows you to do things without really thinking about it, or you think think that you're not thinking about it. You are. It's just a part of your brain that you're not entirely aware of when you're just consciously going about your day. 
this is the habitual part of your, your brain. So think of it like, I know we've all had this experience. You drive home, you pull into your driveway and you're like, holy crap, how did I get here? I don't even remember making all the turns that I needed to make, right? You were just in a, a daze the entire time. This is your habitual brain. This is your subconscious mind. It knows how to get you home because you've already programmed it. You've programmed it by taking that route a hundred, a thousand times, right? You do it probably five days a week, twice a day. So it's already programmed in your brain. This is why you can be in a daze and not get in an accident, even though you don't remember how you got home. It's because this part of your brain subconsciously just gets you there while consciously you were thinking about everything else that you were thinking about in that moment while still being able to make home. We do things out of habit, even if those habits don't serve us. So this is really great because we can change the habit. We can make our habits serve us. So this is really good news. So what we want to do is ensure that what's in our subconscious mind serves us, that it's positive habits, that we don't get in the car accident. We, we want these things to, we want our subconscious mind to support us, not be against us. So I wanted to talk today about what we can do to reprogram our brains and make sure that the thoughts and beliefs match up and serve each other. So for example, if you say, I want that thing, I want that goal. I want to set that goal. I really want that thing. That's your conscious brain saying, I want that. That's your conscious self wanting. You're wanting that thing in the moment. So you've said it. It's out loud. You've thought about it. Maybe you wrote it down, but then you go about your day and your subconscious mind, if you have old limiting belief patterns, your subconscious mind will repeat old patterns of you can't do that. You are not good enough. Be afraid. Stop. Don't do that. So this is why so many people struggle with their limiting beliefs and their, their negative thought patterns. They're, they're, they're really trying to, I want to say this in the right way. They're thinking about it. They're coming at it from the conscious mind, not doing the work to reprogram the, the subconscious mind. So this is what I talk about in Unleash My Inner Contagiously Positive. That's my digital my digital um, coaching course. This is what I talk about with my clients. This is what I talk about in my workshops. This is what I talk about here on the podcast. And again, I don't bring the science into it like Dr. Bruce Lipton did. I just call it the battle between two voices. I call it your saboteur brain versus your inner guide. Your saboteur are the negative patterns, the negative programs, the negative defaults that are in your subconscious mind that have been been there and have been constantly being programmed probably right from your childhood. And your inner guide is the other part of that. It's also in your conscious and subconscious and it is all the programming. It is your true self. It is your soul. It is all the things that that supports you. It is the love that's inside of you. It is the support that's inside of you. And to be honest, it is the real you. It's who you really are. It is your soul. It is your essence. But you have the battle between these two voices that sometimes make it really hard for you to be authentically you. So let me explain, okay? So I have this really beautiful voice in my mind. It's my soul. It's my inner being. It's who I am. It's, it's what motivates me. It's my passion. It encourages me. It reminds me that I'm enough, that it's safe to show my authentic self. I have this really beautiful voice. I call her my inner guide. And I also have a voice, right? This is the, those deeply rooted limiting beliefs in my subconscious mind that I've been working for years to dig them up and get them out of here. Um, that tells me the exact opposite, that I that doesn't encourage me, that reminds me that I am not enough, that or that tries to tell me that I'm not enough, and that makes me think that it's not safe to show my authentic self. So what I've learned to do is I've accepted that this voice is there, but I feed and nourish and listen to and trust 
and honor the loving voice. I feed my subconscious mind so it can think positively by habit. By habit. That's what we want to do. We don't want to have to think about it. We don't want it to feel like it's hard work. We just want it to naturally go to the the supportive road, the, the, the way that we want it to go. We want it to take the easier path. And for me, this didn't happen overnight because my default settings were set to negative for so long. But by committing to reprogramming, I'm now able to work through any self-sabotage and I'm able to do this with more ease. I'm able to recalibrate at a much faster pace. And all that means is I stop any negative conscious thoughts of, you know, maybe I'm thinking about doing something and then it's like, oh my God, are you kidding? You're not good enough or smart enough to do that. Well, that's my conscious brain just like just coming in saying like, really, you're going to do that. I stop that. I stop that conscious thought from becoming deeply rooted limiting beliefs that as you now know, live in the subconscious mind. And this is what I mean when I say, and I say this all the time on almost every podcast, this is what I mean when I say taking up permanent residence in Negativeville. So if I didn't stop that negative conscious thought, from becoming a deeply rooted limiting belief because I thought it over and over and over and over and over again and I thought about it so much that it was in my subconscious mind and my subconscious mind said that's now a permanent default setting. That's actually what we're going to believe. It's now a part of your belief system and we believe that nothing else can be true. So every single time something like that, something similar comes up, my subconscious mind would say, no, you can't do that. You've told us you can't do that. You told us you're not good enough. So that's a limiting belief. You've taken up permanent residence in Negativeville. Does this start to, is this starting to make sense to you? This is why experts say that it takes 21 to 28 days to form a habit. All you're doing in those 21 to 28 days is reprogramming your subconscious mind to not be in a battle with your conscious mind. So if every, if you have a sugar addiction, and for 28 days, you've set a goal of not going by default to just grab that sugar on the 29th day and probably before that because it just everybody's different with their habits. On the 28th day, you're not even going to think about going for that sugar. Instead, you programmed your subconscious mind to not want it. And that is why they say just commit to something for 21 to 28 days, make it habitual so that your conscious mind, you don't have to worry about your conscious mind, your subconscious mind is the actual one running the show and that is what we want. But so often they're in a battle with each other. So I wanna talk about the battle of your two voices, your conscious versus your subconscious mind. So I just want you to ask yourself this question. Have there been days in your life probably multiple days, I know this is the case for me, where you feel like you're literally two people. In one moment, you feel like, I'm gonna tackle the world, I'm gonna do this, I can do this, man, I'm a rock star, like I'm gonna do everything I wanna do today, I'm gonna be, do, and have everything that I desire, let's do this world, right? Let's take on life. And then, in the next instant, you hear this voice telling you that you can't do it, that you can't do anything right, that just put the brakes on, there's no way that's going to happen, right? Does that resonate with you? The truth is, as you've now been hearing me say, it is two voices. It's your subconscious versus your conscious mind. Your conscious mind is telling you all of these things that you can do because you want it, you have this desire, you have this want in that moment. But if you have deeply rooted limiting beliefs in your subconscious mind that you've never taken care of, that you've never dug up, it's going to instantly be, it's gonna instantly be turned on. It's like flicking a switch. It's gonna look for the default settings, not be able to find a supportive default setting because you haven't programmed any, and it's gonna tell you you can't do it, okay? So one voice speaks to you loving, one voice speaks to you kind and supportive. That's your true self. That's like your that your your inner self, the real you, the things that you want, who you really are. Like it's the be do have, right? It's who you are. 
But that second voice, the one that we constantly program from childhood, your subconscious voice holds on to all your limiting beliefs if we don't dig them up and it crushes your dream and it tells you that you can't do it and it keeps you in the darkness and it holds you down in fear and it fills your conscious mind with toxic thoughts and negative negativity. And that's why I call it the saboteur. It's not your true self, but it is a part of you and it comes with the human experience because we have these programs. So we all, all of us have inner voices that come with us through life. And these, these inner voices, they, they teach us our most valuable lessons. They guide us towards our deepest desires. They show us who we want to be, what we want to do, what we want to have. And it's just like that movie Inside Out. It's a, I think it's a Pixar movie, Inside Out. It's all these little voices, right? The fear, the anger, the disgust, the joy, the kindness, the empathy, the sadness. This is the emotional scale and we all have it. And I want to talk about that for a little bit because I want you to I want to let you know that I'm not talking about never feeling sad. I'm not talking about never feeling angry. I'm not talking about never having a a, a totally normal human emotion. I'm talking about the limiting beliefs that are programmed so deeply rooted into your subconscious mind that prevents you from feeling the things that you need to feel, from healing the things that you need to heal, and from being, doing, and having everything that you desire. All of the other normal emotions on the, the, all the, the emotional scale, that is normal. What we don't wanna have is we don't want fear, anger, disgust, joy, sadness, despair, depression, anxiety. We don't want that to be our permanent default setting. We wanna have other supportive default settings that we can turn back to so we can feel it, so we can heal it, and we can move on towards our default setting of what we really want, which is to feel happy. So all of the emotions are necessary because they teach us different things at different times in our lives. But we have this other voice that is on a totally different scale and we shouldn't let it hang around for too long. And that's your saboteur. That is those deeply rooted limiting beliefs. And the saboteur is the voice that keeps you stuck, that prevents you from being happy, that prevents you from being joyful, from being kind, from even being empathetic. It's also the one that says, you're gonna be sad for the rest of your life. You're never gonna get over this. So you might as well just go to bed and, and put the covers on and never get out. And then day after day, month after month, year after year, you can't get out of that. That's because your brain is programmed in that default setting. So we want to shift the default setting. It's just like programming a computer. It's like putting in new code because this voice, this limiting belief, if we allow our subconscious mind to be filled with this darkness, it's going to keep you in the darkness. Not because it's a bad part of you, not at all, but your subconscious mind, your brain, your brain, the only purpose of your brain, your, like not the only purpose, but your brain is meant to protect you. It's meant to tell you, saber tooth tiger, run, something really happy, awesome, like all of this stuff. It's there to help you think, to help you process the conscious stuff. It, it, it just guides you throughout the day. We need this, but, but if we've programmed it to say, I'm afraid of everything, I'm, it's, there, and there is no saber-toothed tiger, it's just fear, 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 limiting belief, limiting belief, limiting belief, don't do that, I'm not good enough, you are not enough, you will never have enough, money is bad, this is the root of all evil, I'm never going to get through this. That's the programming that we don't want to have hang around, okay? This programming is created over time by limiting beliefs that you have been developing for years. And for most of us, it's since our childhood. For example, mine, mine tries to tell me negative things all the time. My conscious mind now tells me things all the time. My subconscious mind used to run the show. Now it's my conscious mind will say, no, you know what? I'm just going to try to keep you from happiness. I'm going to like just go back a little bit and tell you why you're not good enough. And it works hard and not as hard anymore because I continue to pull out those roots and those triggers, but it does work to keep me stuck in the dark place of my mind. But I don't let it and here's why. These little tiny mad ideas 
These little limiting beliefs that your saboteur tries to make you believe are true are not true. Anything. I want you to really hear this. Anything that tries to keep you in a dark, fearful place is not real and true. And once you believe this, you are going to be able to hear and trust your loving voice. You are going to be able to reprogram your subconscious mind to support you and to just work your way through the day with positive habits. Are you going to have bad days? You betcha. Are you going to have sad moments? Absolutely. But it's going to know that it has other default settings that are that are more permanent now, that are the true default settings so that you can feel it, heal it, and move on from it and go back to your default setting. Your brain is going to know now, okay, your subconscious brain is going to know now, all right, you're feeling sad. Well, what have we been doing every single time you feel sad? Well, now that we have positive supporting belief systems, we are going to feel it. We're going to feel the sadness. We're going to live in that sadness for a little bit. We're going to miss that person. We're going to feel it. We're going to mourn it. We're going to grieve. We're going to feel it. We're going to do what we need to do to heal it. If, do you need a coach? Do you need a therapist? Do you need a support system? Okay, you know what? You've now told me that when this happens, you need to reach out to someone. So you're going to pick up that phone. You're going to make up that appointment. You're going to set that date. You're going to do it and you're going to heal it and you're going to be able to move on from it and go back to your permanent default setting of feeling happy. So again, it's not about ignoring it. It's about becoming aware of when your saboteur is up front and present and telling it, okay, let's go through the process of what we need to do so we can get back to feeling the way we want to feel. It's really that simple and that difficult. I mean, it's so, it's such a simple process, but it's not an easy process. You know what I mean? Like all of these tools that we have to be able to go through life, like all of these things are so simple, but it takes time because it's new programming, it's new systems, it's, it's just working the work of digging up 40 years worth of garbage that we've planted into our subconscious mind. So it's simple, but at the beginning it's not easy. But once you have new programming, it becomes easier and easier. Like, let me tell you, I can recalibrate so quickly now because my subconscious brain now knows what I need in order for it to protect me. And that's not fight or flight. That is feel it, heal it, move on from it. Okay. That is to go back to supportive, loving beliefs. So for many of you, you might be thinking, well, how do I recognize it? How do I recognize when my subconscious mind, the saboteur part of my subconscious mind, is running the show? How do you know which voice is which? So the old subconscious habitual default settings, the way you can recognize this is with your feelings. It's your emotional scale. So if your saboteur is the like main runner of the show in your subconscious mind, you're gonna feel unmotivated. You're going to feel in a constant state of fear. You're going to not have any self-confidence. It's gonna prevent you from love. It's gonna keep you in a constant, never-ending, day-to-day negative state. It's gonna remove all the clarity, all the calmness, and it's going to make you believe that you have to stress and hustle and push your way and manipulate your way through life like a bulldozer. This is all the negative, the negative feelings. This is your emotional scale saying, I think I'm taking out permanent residence in Negativeville here. It's your feelings. So. The saboteur is also that inner voice that turns negative thoughts into limiting beliefs and limiting beliefs into realities. So contagiously positive girl translation, most of the choices you make are driven by your beliefs because we get attached to the belief that we have of ourselves, whether it's negative or positive, because it's programmed as our permanent default setting in our subconscious mind. And that's why it's so difficult to change the way we think about ourselves. We have gotten very 
comfortable with those beliefs. Our subconscious mind tells us this is our comfort zone, even if it doesn't support us. Our subconscious mind says we know them inside and out. We know what to expect from them. So let's go to our default settings. And even though we know they're not good for us consciously, the fear of change, the fear of the unknown, the fear of failure prevents us from doing the things that we want to do, or most importantly, what we need to do to get back to our present moment awareness and back to our loving self. Make sense? That is how you know it's your feelings that are your emotional compass to let you know that your negative, any negative defaults in your subconscious mind are running the show because it gives you negative emotions. It gives you negative feelings day in, day out, every single day, constantly. Okay. So sometimes the way, like for me, what really started the process was I started to pay attention, started to ask myself questions. What is my inner voice? What is my inner voice of my saboteur saying? Is it on a constant, endless loop of negativity? If yes, all right, like I need to do some reprogramming. What are the limiting beliefs and how are these limiting beliefs holding you back? If you haven't done anything in a really long time or shifted gears or changed or shook up your life or done that thing that you really, really, really want to do because you don't think you're good enough. That's not your true self. That is a subconscious, deeply rooted limiting belief and it's holding you back. So you need to change the default settings. So it's just asking yourself questions. All Also, your saboteur, it also likes to come up with excuses as to why you can't do something. So ask yourself, what are all these excuses that I've been making that are standing in my way from actually feeling the way that I want to feel? So now I want to talk about overcoming the saboteur. I, I really want you to start to learn how to challenge this, how to listen to your inner voice, your true self of, of love, of kindness, the, the supportive side of you, the one that makes you feel the way you want to feel, that you can believe in, that you trust, and that you are really able to open yourself up to the loving thoughts that are inside of you so that you can squash the saboteur and remember that you're enough and remember that you're loved and just remember that there's nothing that you can't be, do, or have. Um, so overcoming the saboteur, we need to reprogramming, we need to reprogram our brain, right? So now I think we now can now all agree that it's not what's in our conscious mind. I mean, that's where it begins. It's reprogramming and digging up all the really icky roots that are in our subconscious mind that are just not supporting us. So it's not enough to just know that they're there. That's the first step. Get very, very clear about what's there, what's front and center, what's holding you back. But it's also about aligning yourself and aligning yourself by taking action with positive beliefs. This is essential. We must make listening to the loving voice habitual and integrate it into our regular daily lives until it becomes our new programming, until it becomes our new default settings. So to take control of your saboteur, your the negative limiting beliefs in your subconscious mind instead of it controlling you you need to make space for new positive loving thoughts so to do this you have to come to that awareness that the saboteur is just going to be with you it's going to be with you you're always going to have these thoughts with you but when it shows up deal with it immediately. Stuffing it down only allows it to grow which is not what you want it to do you want to accept that it's there. Ask yourself if this thought will keep you in a negative state or move you towards a more joyful state. If there's nothing to learn there, if there's no value in what that negative thought is saying, know that you can move on by believing that there is no truth in what it is saying. So instead of listening to the saboteur that keeps you stuck, begin to trust the loving inner voice. And when the saboteur starts to talk smack, making you think, I am not good enough, challenge it. Challenge the thought with your loving inner voice by reminding yourself. Plant those new seeds. Remind your subconscious brain of the programming, the programming that you want it to have which is, you are enough, you've always been enough, you will always be enough. Whew, this is a lot, right? Like, this is heavy, but this is the shit that we need to do so that we're not in a constant battle between our conscious mind and our subconscious mind, between our limiting beliefs and our supportive beliefs. Like, we really want to have, and I'm not saying that you're going to be able to do this 100% of the time, but 
it should be like like 70 30 or like 80 20 or 90 10 like for the most part like our default setting should be 90% supporting us not taking us down to our knees so what we want to do is we want to be motivated by our desires. We want to feel the fear, but we want to be able to do it anyway. We want to be able to love without conditions. We want to be able to practice self-love on ourselves. And we want to try to work towards having a positive mindset. And you can do that with, you can reprogramming reprogram your brain with meditation and prayer and daily gratitude and daily affirmations like honestly the more you work towards love and light the less you will be able to hear your saboteur and also I, I want you to think about this too for problems train your brain to look for the solution instead of going into full panic mode so this isn't just about limiting beliefs this is also about are you a are you a problem solver um or are you a person who looks for a problem in every single solution if that's you that's okay all that's happened is is you've programmed your subconscious mind to only see the problem so you want to train your brain to look for the solution to say i'm gonna go into solution mode the and instead of going into full panic mode this is actually how I got dubbed the contagiously positive girl. I tell I tell this story all the time because I used to I had a 10-year career in project management working for a general contracting firm. Worked in a really negative environment and my default setting was constantly the negativity, the limiting belief, the toxic thoughts, the like just toxicity in the workplace and only ever being able to live in the problem. So I was constantly in a panic mode which like Honestly, not great for my nervous system. So I started to work with a coach. I started to work with a coach and immediately we, she had me begin to work on my inner world, to work on my reactions, to work on my attitude, to work on responding from a positive place and from just like training my brain to go into solution mode. So I started doing this at work and then one day one of the subcontractors came over to me and he was in full on panic mode. We had this problem, the roof was leaking um, in one of our in one of the units and it was just problem problem problem. There was nothing we were going to ever be able to do. This is what he was saying to me. He's like, "We're doomed." And I stopped and took a few deep breaths and I was like, "All right. Here's the problem. The reality is it's leaking. We've got water coming in. Yes, that's a problem. That is our reality." However, we can live there and just stand with the water coming down over our heads and not doing do anything and while it continues to get worse and worse and worse or we can train ourselves right just flip the switch go into solution mode and say what can we do right now to minimize this problem so it doesn't get worse let's think about some solutions and all of a sudden he just stopped and he looked at me and he's like you are so effing contagiously positive i don't know whether to hate you or like you and that's how i became dubbed the contagiously positive girl i went from being the most negative person on site to being solution based it wasn't even about positivity at the time it was about practicing being in a solution based mindset and I have been practicing this for 10 years now, which is crazy to think that I haven't been in that. I've been in this new career with Contagiously Positive for almost 10 years, which is wild to me. And I just had this the other day and I noticed that I get better and better and better at this. So the other day I had a client message me. She wasn't able to access one of the uh, biggest audio lessons that are a part of my digital course, Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. And I got the email and I felt really bad. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you can't listen to that. So I felt a little bit of panic inside. Like I don't wanna disappoint my clients. Like these people have spent good money, they're committing their time. Like I just want them to have the best experience ever. Like that's kindness, that's compassion, that's empathy. Like that's a totally normal emotion. But I didn't wanna freak out. So I was like, don't worry, let me go check it out. I'm gonna just go into the back end. I'm gonna work some techie magic. I tested it, it worked on mine. So, all right, so it's working on mine. I tested it on a few devices, so it did work. There was nothing wrong with the audio file. I messaged 
um, messaged my web person. I was like, this is what's happening. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, that's a speed issue. When someone has like a low, like, especially for me, like I kind of live on the outskirts a bit. So like my internet is sometimes choppy. My download time, like this is techie, so I don't understand it fully, but my download time, so my megabyte download speed, what takes a little bit longer. So sometimes it's really slow. So if you have really low speed, internet speed, it will affect your download time. Then we looked, the file size was freaking massive. Like, I was like, why is this file si size so massive? Like, like, this has to affect other people who are taking the course. So what we did, we changed all the audio files to a different format, minimized the size by like, I don't know, I think it went from 650 megabytes to 25 megabytes. So downloading time was like instant once we switched it. Switched all nine audio files, uploaded them all, did it take all day? Yes, it took all day because I changed the whole program. I didn't want to just fix her issue, her technic technical issue. I wanted to make sure it didn't happen to anyone else or to any other files. So we fixed everything. Not only did we help her and we gave her the right format, we reformatted everything else because we didn't realize there was a problem because when we were doing it and testing it, we had amazing speed. So it wasn't an issue. We didn't even know it was going to be an issue. Solution mode folks. This is what I'm talking about. So it's not just about your limiting beliefs. So I want, I wanted to give you these examples because I don't want you to think that, oh, well, I'm okay. I don't have any limiting beliefs. Like I really believe I can be and do anything. So I don't need to listen to this. However, if you're in a constant negative state, if you're a toxic, if you're, you're like surrounded by toxicity all the time in the workplace, if you're constantly in problem mode, well, that affects you as well. That is stress on your body. That is stress on your nervous system. So I want you to know that reprogramming your subconscious mind isn't just about digging up all the limiting beliefs. It's about being in solution mode. It's about understanding that everything has a solution, that it is fixable. Marie Forleo says, everything is figure outable. And I love that. So all of this takes commitment. It takes commitment. So I want to move on now to what we need to do and what we need to commit to, to ensure that our subconscious mind and our conscious mind are working together, are supporting each other, and are not having two separate conversations all the time, one telling us we can do it, and then the other one coming right in and saying, no, you can't. Who do you think you are? So Tony Robbins says, it isn't what you do once in a while that makes a difference. It's what you do consistently. So I don't want you to think that this is going to be an overnight fix. It is not. It is not. Some things I like, I mean, I've been on this journey for 10 years and some things took 21 days. Some things took 28 days. Some things were so deeply buried into my subconscious mind that like, I'll tell you a story, but just the other day something came up and it was a trigger and I didn't even realize that it was still buried in there. Like your subconscious mind is deep and endless. So this is honestly, this commitment is for the rest of your life. This commitment is for the rest of your life. Like you, let me, let me explain this so you don't freak out. I'm not healthy because I move my body once and I exercise once and I ate, I ate one salad. If I want to keep my physical body strong, I have to consistently eat healthy and consistently move my body. I follow like a 90-10 rule so that I can still treat myself to all the things that I want to treat myself to and have lazy days. So not everybody, some people are like full in, I'm 90% in. So if I stopped doing this, do you think I would still be healthy? Absolutely not. If I followed more of a 10-90 rule, I would be very unhealthy. Well, that same principle applies to our emotional and spiritual bodies. If you stop working the work of feeling the way you want to feel, these they weaken, these muscles, if you will, weaken and they become unhealthy. You will feel spiritually fatigued and spiritual fatigue is like, oh my God, something's missing in my life. I just don't know what's missing. You're just so, you're so tired even though you're sleeping. And 
what happens is your negative emotions begin to take over again. The You head right back into neg constant negative thinking. You head right back into everything is a problem. My life sucks. You head right back into limiting beliefs. You head right back into making fear be your decision maker. And you move right back into taking up permanent residence in Negativeville. And as I mentioned, you're going to have days where you drive through it, but what we want to do, do, and this is the whole purpose of this, is we want to avoid taking up permanent residence there. That's it. We just want to avoid taking up permanent residence there. We don't want to buy the land. We don't want to build the house on it. We just want to be able to drive through it. And what that means is feel it, heal it, move on from it, or... I'm in the reality is we have this problem. Now let's get to solution mode, right? Again, sounds simple, but I know at the beginning while you're reprogramming your default settings, it's sometimes very difficult. So I just want you, I want you, I want to really, I want to motivate and inspire you to, to just really take control and put yourself in the driver's seat of your life. But I also want you to know the reality is sometimes it's going to feel hard. That's okay. That's normal. Do it even if it's hard. Keep doing it because I promise you it will get better and better and better and better. So for me, for the past 10 years consistently, but for the past 20 years on and off, but again, 10 years consistently, I've learned skills to strengthen my mind. I have taught myself, I have worked with coaches, I have worked in therapy, I have read every book I could get my hands on, I listen to podcasts constantly, I have been learning and practicing these specialized knowledge skills to help me strengthen my mind, to help me nourish my soul, and to help me take care of my body. And it's just as if I were to hire a personal trainer for my body. You learn the specialized skills you need to learn to be able to become a muscle builder, if you will, or to put yourself into those like really crazy, beautiful yoga positions. That takes time. That takes commitment. That takes a trainer. And it's the exact same thing for your mind. So if you're afraid of doing something, you have to take action with the fear. You have to do it scared because if you keep using fear to make your decisions, your subconscious mind is going to protect you every single time you want to do something different because you have programmed it that way without even realizing it. Like most of this, we don't even realize it. So do the scary thing. So if like, for example, I always use public speaking as an example because People are, would rather die than public speak. Like we would literally rather die than speak in public. Like, come on, man. It's all you're doing is having a conversation with people in the crowd. Is it uncomfortable? Is it scary? Of course, but not because it's public speaking. It's because we don't, we're, we're afraid of being judged. So you have to do the scary thing like public speaking enough. You have to do it enough. You have to train yourself to say, I'm scared, but I'm going to take action anyway. And eventually you won't go into fight or flight mode because you're going to have a new program. And the new program is your conscious mind says, I have to go public speak. And your subconscious mind will say, well, I'm scared, but I've been scared before and it was okay. So I'm going to go do it anyway. That's it. So again, it doesn't mean that you'll ever like the public speaking, but you won't feel like you would rather die, right? Like, isn't that a crazy stat? Like someone actually did a study on that and I forget what the numbers were. I wish I had them in my mind, but I'm I'm not going to Google it to find out. But the majority of the people asked said they would actually rather die than get up in front of a large crowd and public speak. It's crazy. Like it is insane. Like, I mean, mind you, yes, public speaking is uncomfortable and it's scary, but again, it's not the public speaking that's scary. It is the fear of being judged. I'm off topic. So what about a limiting belief, right? So we now know if a fear comes up, we can, we can train our brain to say, you know what? I'm afraid, but just because I'm afraid doesn't mean I can't do it. I can do it scared. Awesome. That's the new programming that you're going to tell your brain. You're also going to be like, oh my God, I'm in a massive, I have a massive problem here at work. The reality is we have a problem. You're going to train your brain to, to continue to say, okay, the reality is we have this problem. 
what can we do? What can we do to solve it? Now, I don't want to live in the problem. I want to resolve this. I am a leader. I want to get through this. What can I do to solve it? You're going to train your brain to do that. What about a limiting belief though? What do you do when you have these beliefs of that are programmed so deep that say, I can't do it. It will be too hard. I don't have the skills. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not enough, right? All these limiting beliefs that just like, oh, I'm just holding my heart right now because they hurt so much to think of what people think about themselves that's just not true. So with your limiting beliefs, it's just like anything. You have two choices. You can either believe it or not. And I need to repeat this so it goes straight into your subconscious mind. A limiting belief is a thought repeated over and over and over again until that thought becomes your one and only reality and that reality and that thing that you're thinking, you believe that nothing else can be true but that thought. So for the limiting beliefs that are front and center, this is your in your subconscious mind, you need to challenge them. You need to tell yourself that they're not true unless you make them true. So when my limiting belief of I'm not good enough, that's my biggie, that's my biggie, that is the one that always creeps in, I change the story. I instantly change the story. And all you know, people say that all the time, change the story. What that means is, and what I'm really realizing now is it's change the default setting, change the programming, type in a new code. And the new code is I am good enough. I am enough. I have always been enough and I will always be enough. There's nothing that I cannot be, do and have. And I will repeat that and over and over and over and over and over again in my head until I am taking action on the thing that I want, even though this in my conscious mind, even though it's saying, but you're not good enough. And then I'm there taking action saying, let me show you how good I actually am. Makes sense? So I challenge it. And by challenging it and taking action on the new default setting that I actually want, that supports me, that gets me to who I want to be and what I want to do and what I want to have, all of a sudden your subconscious mind starts to say, holy shit, you are good enough, right? So if beliefs are just repeated thoughts, change the repeated thoughts. Program your brain to think the thoughts you want it to think. And this, again, doesn't happen overnight and you need to work at changing the default settings. But once you do this, that negative thought is going to come in and it's going to move out just as quickly. It isn't about never thinking a negative thought. That's impossible. We have 60,000 thoughts a day. There's no way you can stop yourself from thinking. It's about having the self-awareness of when it's a negative thought and ensuring that you're not thinking it all day, 365 days a year until it becomes a belief and until it becomes your new default settings, right? It's about having the self-awareness so you can think it, you can question it, you can switch it around if you don't like it and you can set up a new program. And obviously, I understand this is a bit more challenging for the creepy limiting beliefs that are so deeply rooted that you're not even aware of that have been there since childhood. Like these are a bit deeper in your subconscious mind and they you get triggered and they trigger you by surprise. So my Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive Digital course, Coaching course actually helps you tackle these deeply hidden limiting beliefs so they stop taking you by surprise. That's really what we want. That's what I want because I just had one come up the other day. I was, I was just talking about that. So I had this limiting belief. It, like Honestly, it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. Like It brought me to my knees and it was the limiting belief was that I would be bothering someone if I asked them for help and that I needed to handle all my problems by myself. And it took me to my knees because I felt alone. I felt alone and it started to really affect me. And I was like, screw this. Like, this isn't me. This isn't who I want to be. This isn't the what I want to believe. So I reached out to someone, told them what was going on. And when we dug into it, we realized that it's been a story that I was telling myself since I was a young girl. Now, there, there is a history behind it. I'm not going to get into that on today's podcast. But one time when I was like 12 years old, someone said to me, made me feel bad for reaching out for help. And it became a 
a limiting belief because I kept repeating it over and over and over again that it wasn't okay that I would be bothering someone if I asked for help. Can you believe that? Since I was 11 or 12 years old and I'm now 40 and I didn't even realize that it was there because I've just been, I've always been a problem solver. I just thought, well, that's just who I am. I'm a problem solver, but that doesn't mean that I don't have problems. That doesn't mean that I should be solving my own problems. And when I reached out, what I know now is that it's there. I know what the trigger is and I don't have to worry about it taking me to my knees again because now I have the self-awareness that it's there. So strengthening your inner world is really key to making happiness your permanent default setting. You are going to have bad days, but those bad days don't have to become a bad life. And the simplest way for me to look at it is reprogramming the default settings to work for you not against you. So just constantly telling yourself this new story, entering the codes of I'm the absolute best version of myself everyone else is taking, I am enough, right? I am beautiful on the inside and out. I don't need to know everything, just the things that are important to me and what I truly truly value in life. That makes me the smartest person I know. I am good enough. I have always been good enough. I will always be good enough. Yes, the fear is there, but it doesn't make my decisions for me. I can be and do everything that I desire. Enter these codes, whatever the codes may be, constantly and eventually they will become your new default settings. Eventually your subconscious mind and your conscious mind won't be in a battle with each other. You will literally feel like you can t tackle the world even with the fear, even with the struggles, even with the bad days. And this is why the subtitle of my digital course, Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive, it's a nine week course. That's why the subtitle is Make Happiness Your Permanent Default Settings. It is nine weeks of creating new programs that works for you, not against you. It makes happiness a habit. You don't have to think about it. You just know that every single day you want it to be a habit to feel happy and to do things that make you feel good and feel happy. You know that it is a habit to be in solution mode and you're going to do all of these things so habitually and you're just going to be like show up in solution mode with positive beliefs with this like new happiness default setting and one day someone's going to come up to you and they're going to say you are so effing contagiously positive. I don't know whether to like you or to hate you. So there you go everybody. As always, be happy, be healthy. And of course, be contagiously positive. If you liked this episode, if you're enjoying this podcast, help me make it contagiously positive by reviewing, by commenting, by sharing, and by just putting it out into the world. I would be forever grateful. Together, we can make unleashing your inner contagiously positive contagious.